Well, welcome to the Desire Truth podcast. I'm joined by Saul Fenn, music coordinator at 20 Schemes Music. During our online season and our online church services, we've been using 20 Schemes Music as part of our services, and hopefully you'll recognize him as drummer, as pianist, I think even as singer on 20 Schemes Music. So real joy to have Saul with us. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell us about yourself and your family, and clearly the room that you're sitting in is Workplace 101 at home. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, hi, I'm Sol, married to Carly. We've been, we've got our 12th wedding anniversary coming up next month. We've got three kids, uh, Hamish, who's nine, Betsy, who's six, and Tommy, who's two. We're part of Grace Mount Community Church, where um, I serve as an elder alongside uh, two others, Andy Prime, um, the pastor, and then Kenny, in fact, and Tim as well, who's just come on uh, as an assistant pastor. We're a church plan uh, through 20 schemes. Uh, we're we're coming up, I think, yeah, our fourth, uh, our fourth year since since we planted. So uh... super. So we obviously have been connected with the Twenty Schemes Music YouTube channel, um, and we've seen that obviously Twenty Schemes itself is something, and then Twenty Schemes Music, I guess, is possibly something different. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Twenty Schemes uh, for those who might not know what it's about? And then maybe from there, take us into the music side and, and how that came about. Yeah, so uh, 20 Schemes is uh, a scheme as a council estate. That, that's what they call it up in Scotland. Uh, 20 Schemes is uh, an organisation seeking to plant and revitalise uh, gospel churches uh, in local communities uh, communities in schemes in Scotland. So, so very much uh, a ministry amongst uh, working class council estate communities, yeah, seeking to uh, plant local churches, I guess, realising that, so, so you're from, you know, you were at Carabas up here, and, and there's, you know, there's there's gospel preaching churches in Edinburgh, in Scotland already, there's uh, city centre churches like Charlotte Chapel as well, where, where I used to go um, many years ago now, and I guess we realised, or um, Mez and the team realised, uh, that there's not many people from council estates in the suburbs necessarily going along to these churches for, for whatever reason mainly because they're kind of potentially Scotland's or the UK's last remaining actual authentic communities where where there's a very local kind of thing local shops um, local kind of perspective um, and so people are less inclined maybe to be kind of commuter commuter type if, if you know what I mean so so certainly a need to, to be planting local churches in in local communities yeah I, I lived in Wallyford just outside Edinburgh and it's a small community probably two two and a half thousand people it's quite close to Edinburgh and you can get to the city centre really in 10-20 minutes depending yeah. on transport but there's a loyalty to that local community and you wouldn't go to Edinburgh if you could get it in Wallyford itself yeah. so the idea is if there's a church in the small community that's where people are going to go because they have loyalty to the environment and obviously poorer communities really struggle to I guess support church ministry because clearly it costs to support um, church ministry so how does church planting work do you have a, a main church that sends out to a local scheme or is it through the organization of 20 schemes itself it's through it's through the organization um, itself I, I mean we're, we're 20 schemes is is completely funded by very kind people all over the place I mean it's a, it's a constant task to kind of uh, raise kind of 
finances as well as support just to be able to do so yeah we're not like a big central church i mean i mean 20 schemes is run out of nidri community community church but that's still relatively small it's a it's a scheme church in nidri um just kind of the southeast of, of edinburgh yeah that's where 20 schemes has run out of but that's that's certainly not a big sort of affluent church in itself uh, that that's that's kind of the same as 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 what we're we're seeking to plant elsewhere so it's an organization that ultimately yes. has church planting at its heart yes. supported by other churches mm-hmm. um clearly and, and those scheme churches that are growing as well and um, where does the music element come into this then yeah so the so the music um it's certainly part of 20 schemes in the sense of it's not a separate um thing in the sense of trying to go off down a separate path it, it came about really organically we, we still haven't had a meeting and sat down and decided uh to do 20 schemes music it it, it was a few years ago one christmas um we were with friends in uh, Barlanic in in glasgow and we decided to record um oh holy night that was the first thing we did um and then i was at nidri at the time with with my wife we, we were go- we were members at nidri uh, community church I just became aware that actually there was quite a few people writing poems, kind of writing down their stories, things like this. And so I thought, well, you know, in, inspired by, you know, the, the demon possessed man and in, you read of in Luke where, you know, Jesus frees him from the demon, that the demons, uh, you know, they're, they're driven into the pigs and, and you'll probably be familiar with the story. And then he wants to go with Jesus and Jesus is like, no, return to your home and tell of all the Lord has done for you. Um, and I thought we could turn some of these poems or ideas into some songs um, and potentially uh, they could be a helpful means to encourage one another and also to share the gospel uh, with uh, neighbours who are maybe, you know, maybe their position is, listen, I'm not interested in you talking to me about Jesus anymore, um, but maybe they might be interested in, I'll share this, uh, you know, if we start a little YouTube channel and oh, well, I'll have a listen to this song I wrote, you know, and and, and possibly a means of evangelism there as well as encouraging one another and sharing about what the Lord has done in people's lives so so it, it very much started out as a you know trying to encourage people to write you know to some you know a song but but that could be a poem it could be some ideas and we put them together and and, and music is quite a um it's quite a nice medium for you know maybe maybe quite a lot of people I, I think in the church it's quite normal to sort of say, oh, if you've got an issue, I'll well, read a book or um, listen to this podcast. But in our communities, maybe reading a book isn't the first thing people would be doing. And so it's like, well, you know, a song is, you know, music, the universal language will give this a go. And it, it, it kind of went from there. And then, and then we kind of got into trying to write congregational songs, uh, with, with, which is obviously a completely different approach, literally to encourage uh, one another lo- local people so I, I wrote flee from sin first I wrote that for four individuals all struggling with uh, significant drug and drink addictions and struggles and navigating the early steps of their Christian lives and realizing wow the exhilaration of being freed um, from their sin and being made new in Christ but still navigating and learning to live with daily temptation and falling spectacularly sometimes uh, learning what living a life of daily repentance means and all these kind of things and I, and I wanted to I wanted to write kind of write a song 
and, and I've continued it in this, we, we only try and write congregational songs now that fill a little hole um, amongst hymnody. So if, they, you know, if it, I, I haven't yet written a song that's about generic uh, truth because there's far better guys out there. You know, in Christ alone is excellent. So I won't bother trying to write a song about Christ sufficiency because uh, we'll just sing that instead. Yeah. I mean, we used uh, Flee From Sin uh, at the launch of our Fresh Start um, CAP course, um, helping folks with their um, addiction needs and anxiety needs and various things. And, and it is a fantastic song, as you say, that speaks into a particular thing. Um, and it's interesting that our, uh, on a recent podcast we did, somebody said that when you finish a church service, very few people will be able to quote your sermon word for word as you as they leave. I would hope they would rem remember something, but um, they will remember the tunes and the songs that you sing. And so the words in those songs are really appropriate. And, and as you say, it's almost extra marks if it comes from someone that's local and understands that local setting. So totally appreciate this is uh, clearly an evangelistic tool to uh, reach people in a different medium but still kind of gospel centered mm -hmm. uh, just taking a, a slight dive into uh, kind of your youtube channel um, we've been looking at the 20 schemes music youtube channel now for several months using uh, various songs there for our service on there you've got collaboration with sovereign grace music guys you've got specific projects uh, like weekenders and isolation mm -hmm. sessions uh, what's been some of your favorite things to work on or favorite projects with 20 music that you've been involved in you know, the Lord's given me an interest in music, so I'm quite stimulated if I'm doing <clears throat> something musical, which means I'm actually just generally happy all the time doing my job now, having done a number of jobs where I've kind of had itchy feet and thought, well, oh, um, I'm not sure this is for me and things like this. Um, so what gives me the most kind of joy is getting a room together of folk singing praises to God. And I'm not interested whether that's our songs or other songs, um, but being a part of being a part of that is is a wonderful thing. And obviously, we haven't been able to do that in the pandemic. And so, also, what I've seen is um, people being creative, people wanting to share about what the Lord has done, and people wanting to express that. So we just try and facilitate that. You, you know. So I was about to say, what you're basically saying is you love all of it, as long as it's praising God for his glory um, and bringing people to that point, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and it's and you've got to be very careful with it. As soon as you do music, for, for some reason, it, especially in our culture now, um, you always have to uh, take a good look in the mirror and check that you're doing things, your motivations are... Uh, right and seeking to uh, glorify uh, God and tell and share and, and, and exalt Christ and not build a little empire which we're all excellent at doing so so it's it's always seeking to grow in in humility and seeking to do everything we can to point others to him and not uh, ourselves or even our ministries good as they may be yeah, so it's not about 20 schemes music, not even about 20 schemes. As, as great as these ministries are, 
it's about Christ and bringing Christ to the forefront, isn't it? Um, Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking about particular styles, um, obviously the pandemic will have changed things, mm -hmm. I guess, dramatically of how you do things. Yeah. Um, but clearly some of this stuff that has been produced through this time, I'm, I'm thinking, I think it was the song called Wake Up or Wake, um, that kind of COVID song. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. We had that as part of our service. Um, what's the emphasis at the minute through this pandemic? Obviously, we've heard some of these songs that are focused on the pandemic, on COVID. We've seen that uh, clearly there's different ways of recording. What are th some of the things you're trying to bring through in this pandemic through music? Our contentment, our fulfillment, in fact, our very salvation itself isn't affected or hindered by COVID, by the lockdown. And so trying to reorient, so, so it's a natural thing, you know, we're all complainers. Um, and, and we all, we're all kind of worries me people, I think, naturally. And so just trying to point people to the fact that even though you may not believe it right this minute, Christ is sufficient. And, and when we have a right view of who we are and who, and who God is, this lockdown time will, will be, it'll be a minimal disruption to us as Christians. And so certainly trying to seek to point people. So that wake up song. Yeah. I mean, the point of that is, um, you know, while, while everything might be crazy and, and in actual fact, I did that um, back when everyone was panic buying toilet roll and all the rest of the things right at the beginning. And it's like, don't forget God is in control. This isn't a surprise to him and, and it's not. And so as God's people, we can have a confidence um, and a joy in in the fact that he knows what he's doing and he's going to continue doing what he's going to do irrespective of everything else that's going on so yeah so so i think that's generally yeah raise raise your weary eyes raise your heads that are maybe looking down at the moment and look up um, at the glorious christ uh, remember what he has done remember the gospel remind yourself of the gospel as regularly as you possibly can uh, and keep seeking to share it with your friends neighbors and family it comes back to Colossians 1, doesn't it? That Christ yeah. is supreme in all things and pandemics don't surprise him. He's still supreme in those moments. Sure, we can scratch our heads to try and figure out and understand what's actually going on. But the reality is our foundational position in Christ hasn't changed. Um, and therefore, that is definitely coming through in the songs that are on the YouTube channel. And anyone that's listening in, I would highly recommend to go and uh, listen to that uh, Wake Up song, that COVID song. We actually uh, played it as part of a communion service as a kind of reminder that as we come to communion, that it's not just about the pandemic. It's about Christ and where is he in these moments? Well, those are some of the things clearly the group has been learning. What about you personally in your own life? Uh, what are some of the things that God has been teaching you? Um, as you lead this ministry, as you lead a, a family home, part of a church as well, uh, what's God been teaching you? He's, expo he's, he's, he's kindly ex exposed in me an anger problem, which I probably didn't think I had as badly as, um, right, now you're going to spend the next year in the house with your wife and kids constantly. He, he's revealed, he, he's constantly exposing you know the darkness of my sin and desperate need of him uh, and and this lockdown period like for example um anger irritation frustration ego pride all these kind of things which i'm 
I'm grateful to be confronted with as I run to him for full forgiveness. And, and so that's been an amazing thing. I guess I've also been reminded of the fact that I, I'm, I'm really not necessary and I'm very replaceable. Um, and it's my privilege uh, to be a bystander uh, as God does what he does for his glory alone, as we've kind of uh, talked about before. At, at Grace Mount, we've seen people come to faith. We've, we've had baptisms in the summer in the sea at Portobello. You'll know Portobello because yeah. we don't have a building. Um, so, so yeah, so, so we've had, had, in fact, we've, we've had someone else baptized at a paddling pool as well in the summer, which was, which was good. We've got uh, local peeping, uh, local people coming into membership who none of us knew in the church before this pandemic started. So God certainly has displayed basically the truth of that song, wake up, um, <laughs> you, you know, and, and, and again, with that song, wake up, you know, where I say, listen, if we're going to look at Christ and consider who he is and what he's done for us, that goes hand in hand with us acknowledging and confessing our sin and acknowledging, you know, we've turned to idols. We, we, uh, it's us who crucified the Lord by our sin. And the joy is um, the fact that Christ came anyway um, to, to, to die on the cross, mm -hmm. to rise, to save us from our sin. Mm -hmm. uh, Th those those are just amazing profound things that can keep me busy considering for a good while uh, yeah. into the future i can certainly appreciate the uh, anger side of things mm. nothing testing like trying to be at home with <laughs> kids and continue workloads uh, i fully fully admit that my wife would uh point out in me frustration and anger mm. um, and that just makes me more angry which proves the point um so but we've we've had a similar experience in terms of church ourselves at lincoln baptist we've uh, brought in new members who've seen salvation uh, strangely you know pandemics would you would make you think would shrink the church but in actual fact we've seen the church grow mm. and i think that that ultimately is god's glory and his planning and as you say we're just bystanders we get the joy and privilege of being part of that um but yeah actually it's a good lesson to learn that we are replaceable and that god will enact his plan irrespective of what we want or think um so these are good, as you say, good lessons to learn. Well, what are the plans uh, coming up this year for 20 Schemes, 20 Schemes Music? And um, what's your hope for 2021? Yeah, so 20 Schemes, we're, we're looking into Glasgow, as, as you and, and, and people will, will, will appreciate. Glasgow's a big city with a, with a lot of schemes, um, a lot of council estates. Um, so, so 20 Schemes as a whole, we're, we're looking to focus on uh, areas in Glasgow where there may be opportunities to plant or revitalize uh, churches uh, there. As 20 Schemes Music, we're looking to, we still haven't actually recorded any of our congregational songs, so in, including Flee From Sin, kind of nicely. I mean, I, I mean, I've done versions myself just on Logic in the house, which is, which is what um, all of our projects are so far, other than uh, Songs From The Schemes, which... Uh, a friend of mine who knows what he's who's better than me at audio and all that uh, and recording uh, recorded for us so this year we're looking to record um, an album hymns in hard places which will be all of our congregational songs and a few key older songs public domain hymns um, mm. that have been helpful to us as as a as a you know a family of sort of local churches within 20 schemes so so that's the plan so that's going to be about 13 14 
uh, tracks, about eight or nine original songs, which uh, which I've written. And so, and, and I'm still working on th- finishing off three or four of the tracks uh, in terms of lyrics and things. So I'm I'm constantly distracted at the moment, uh, which is not very fun for my wife and kids. Um, but yeah, it's a it's you know like for everybody that the the challenges of working from home when all the kids are at home as well you know it is difficult and, and when you do something like this it'll be like being a pastor you, you have to really work hard at, at having separation between things and that's that's difficult when you're working on a you know a hymn or a, you know a congregational song it, it's it is difficult to switch off because most of my good ideas come when i'm having a shower or i tend to find that the things come usually from um, life itself so i'm maybe you know writing a sermon on on grace or mercy yeah and, uh, it's that day that one of my kids completely flip out at home and i need to show them grace and mercy at home and i'm thinking great i now have to recognize this in my own life before i preach this so um, it's it is one of those things that as you say it's difficult to work from home but some of these things can can teach us and help us it's exciting about a new album um yeah. certainly we'll be watching out for that i think as you say, we're kind of making do with as our recordings as we can at the minute. So it'd be great to see, I guess, kind of that final production of of, of these uh, songs. And now, as part of our podcast, we do some quick fire questions. Um, sometimes yeah. I, I email things through, um, but these quick fire questions we don't email through uh, purposely to see the first reactions. Um, as I always say, some of these questions are from our church members. Some are from my own children, so they can be a little unusual um, as, as questions go. But um, here you go, Saul. Here's some of the ones that have come through. Uh, what is your favourite Christian artist to listen to that is not 20 Schemes music? Sovereign Grace music. Super. They're high on our list. We've been using them throughout this uh, season of online church. OK, your favourite preacher to listen to. Do you know what? I'd have to say my dad because he's uh, a legend. He brought me up, teaching me the gospel every day. So he's not... He's, he's certainly not the best preacher in the world, but it's uh, it's a privilege being able to listen to him. He's an elder in a church down in Horsell in Surrey. So listening to him, but simply more for the fact that he's my dad and, and he's a legend. Super. OK, um, this one came from my kids. Um, we've seen you play a few instruments on uh, Church Online. What's your favourite instrument to play and how many instruments do you actually play? So I only actually play... Uh, the drums. I'm a. I, I trained as an orchestral percussionist in the uh, orchestral percussionist in the Royal Marines. I did nine years uh, with them. Uh, so piano, I get away with it. I'm. I, I'm. I'm not a pianist. I wouldn't say I was a pianist, but I. I can play some congregational songs on them. If on it, if that makes sense. So so drums. I'm a drummer. Super. Um, okay. Favorite song performed by Twenty Schemes Music. I'd say Revelation Hymn. That's a fantastic one. I've only actually just listened to that in the last couple of weeks. Really quite powerful words that come through. Um, it, was, it, it was written off the back of two local ladies in Gracemount who uh, died of um, drugs and drink overdose. And I was confronted with, uh, well, convicted that, that maybe our local church could do with a song where, obviously we write congregational songs for for believers for our local church however we have people coming along who aren't believers who come and hear the gospel and i wanted a song that confronted non-believers or at least challenged us all are we ready for our final day are we ready for either christ's return 
or for the fact that our lives could be cut short at any moment. And it's a somber uh, thought, but that's, that's, that was behind that song. Okay, this comes from somebody within our own worship group. I won't mention who it is, but what is the most annoying habit of a worship group team member? Being overly happy in a, in a, in a muso way, which maybe everyone in the congregation or isn't like that. So, so musicians can become quite introverts. It's like, oh, I'm so important. We're so important. And yeah, I, I, I guess a, I guess a worship leader who doesn't gauge the mood of the room well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, had, I attended a church once where I left and uh, my wife said, well, everybody seems really happy. And I went, yeah, and I feel really guilty because I don't. Um, and it's that <laughs> sense of, as you say, read the room. OK, another one. Uh, best way that, uh, that we as our own church can support our church music group. What would be your kind of one key piece of advice? The congregations, the voice of the congregation is by far the most important thing. Everything else is um, is there to back up and to. Uh, yeah, the, the, the congregation's voice, everybody singing together. That's everyone who's out of tune, everyone who's out of time. That is the beautiful sound of God's people singing together. I think and I'm challenged by this with Twitty Ski's music. How do I get a balance between we want to record stuff that people want to listen to, but in actual fact, um, we want to capture God's people with all their missing teeth, all their, you know, bad tuning, timing. We want to, you know, that's that is the joyful noise of God's people singing. And I think generally Christian music, all of us, we're all on this over polishing thing. And, and I'm and I'm absolutely guilty of it. Um, and it's hard to strike that balance. Yeah, I was about to say that's, that's one of the things I'm guilty of is, is I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Um, so kind of want these things uh, to, to come out. But some of the times for us to bring that congregational element, we just strip out all the music and go a cappella and yeah. just, say, you know, just whatever loudness you want to sing with, just go for it. It, it benefits me that I can't sing at all. Mm. And people laugh around me when I sing. So when I lead at the front and try and get the church to sing, I'm like, well, you're not as bad as me. So um, it's sometimes good to be bad at something to help lead others have confidence in that. I think the key thing is, so so what, I, what I've kind of resolved in my mind is that if, if we do something, so like, for example, this album that we're going to do this year, God willing, it's going to sound different to if you came to Grace Mount on a Sunday morning. And the reason for that is really to try and showcase the songs and make them something that people can listen to say on Spotify. But the fact of the matter is, if you come to Grace Mount, you'll be very disappointed if you're expecting to hear what the album's gonna sound like, because, you know, like it's, it, we don't get to do another take. We're actually not all as good at music and on our instruments as maybe comes across on the YouTube channel, because I can edit stuff. But you also wanna showcase things. So, so, it's, getting, it's always getting a balance between those things, but they're, they're different functions, certainly. It's the authenticity of it. There's something we say um, at churches, um, we can't declare how good or how bad we are in terms of our instruments. We just do our very best. And if we give our very best, then we know that that's for the Lord and that's all we expect. And if it sounds dreadful and it's still our very best, then hey, that's still for the Lord as well. And um, the last question on the quick fire, to be honest, it's not really a quick fire question. It's, it's probably got a big answer to it. So let's just see what your single piece of advice would be. Oh, yeah. um, we uh, run a homeless and rough sleeper ministry at our church. 
uh, called Lift, and it's, it's partnered with a local charity. And we feed rough sleepers uh, five mornings a week, um, as well as signpost them to various mental health, physical health, housing, all these sorts of things. Um, and there's obviously a balance between serving the church family, serving the local community, as well as this kind of homeless ministry that we run. And what would be your singular piece of advice in terms of we're in a relatively poor community and obviously Rough Sleepers is part of that ministry. What would be your one piece of advice to our church congregation in that kind of whole sphere of homeless, rough sleeping ministry? What would you say we need to look at, do, think, behave what would be your advice? Share the good news of gospel with them, of the gospel with them. Mm. The good news of Jesus Christ. This is, this is the tragedy. This is, the, this is the reality of everybody's plight in this world. Rough sleepers who don't know Christ are going to have a terrible life and then go to hell for eternity alongside multimillionaires who have lovely, comfortable lives. Mm. And they desperately need to hear the gospel. So fill their fill their bellies with soup and bacon rolls, give them shelter, but make sure they hear about the good news of Jesus Christ and their desperate need of him. And the fact that he is willing and ready for them all to turn in repentance of faith and can be can, can be freed and forgiven before before the holy god that that's the, that's the gospel that's um that's that's their that's their need that that's their need the other things are excellent things and, and it's and it's biblical uh, to do all those things but they need to hear about jesus yeah it's that true transformation we can transform yeah. their day by giving them yeah. some food maybe even their year by finding them a location to stay mm. but the soul needs transformed them yeah. and that's a real tricky balance sometimes because sometimes they just want the food or the help or the mental health nurse or or whatever these things are that they need but as you say I think one person once quoted me, do what the church only can do, which is ultimately give the gospel. Um, so no, fully appreciate that. Okay, let's wrap this up with one more question. Uh, how can we as a church at Lincoln Baptist uh, and those listening online to this podcast support 20 Schemes Music? Praying for us would, would, would be great, but like specifically for this, for this us to record this album, we don't know if we're going to get a congregation in the room. So we've got contingency plans for... Um, building up a congregation, you know, getting five people at a time in multi-track recording and, and, and building, building up uh, things like that. Um, inspiration for me, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, this is all very new to me. I'm, I'm working on lyrics at the moment. My intention is uh, to write lyrics of, of truth and of, of, of use for God's people in our context as well. Primarily, I, I write for people in council estates, and it, it's a blessing to receive emails from people elsewhere who've who've been blessed by what we do. But my my, uh, you know, I, I'm not. We're not a music a, a general music ministry for everybody in the sense of um, I'm motivated to encourage our local people. So helping that process of of him writing, trying to get all that stuff finished. Generally, 20 Skis Music, you, you can um, give if you've got any uh, wealthy listeners. Um, I love wealthy people. Um, uh, and, and yeah, we're, we're completely uh, funded uh, by generous, um, you know, people who give, you know, £10 a month, whatever. It, it, you know, it really does make a difference. Um, and, and so, that, you know, that's, that's the only way we're funded by people giving. But certainly, certainly praying, pr praying for... Um, 
for inspiration. It, it's, you know, it's one of these things where um, if, if I have writer's block or if I can't think of, of, of things, nothing happens. Um, and, and it's only the Lord, um, you know, it's the same as a preacher or any, any of these things, you know, the Lord, the Lord has things, there's truths from, from God's word, which I think can be uh, written in song to encourage and build up believers. And it's about um, being inspired and I totally get that as a preacher, yeah. you know, sometimes you can get to the Friday and you've done your prep, you've done these things, but the reality is until the Lord gives you the words and you can write them down on the piece of paper, you know, it's, it, it's a no go zone in that sense. Yeah. Um, I, I recently preached a sermon on giving those that are part of our church will know that I preached on, on the widow's might and that we're called to give sacrificially. And that's not just about giving up the Starbucks coffee in the morning. That's looking at all our resources and seeing that they belong to God and we should give sacrificially. So if you uh, are listening in folks and that you uh, feel inspired by the Lord to give, please do give sacrificially so Saul can write some uh, fantastic songs so that they can go into the schemes and reach people, as we've said, for the gospel ministry's sake, and they can encourage people and um, we've been blessed by it as a church. And so if any of our uh, church listeners are, are there listening in, this is your moment to give sacrificially, as we've been said. You don't need to go and search for the needs. The needs are right here. We just need to take that opportunity and give sacrificially. Um, I probably shouldn't say any more before somebody tells me off um, for preaching again on giving sacrificially. Uh, but before I pray for you, so let me just encourage people to go to the 20 Schemes website, familiarize yourself with the ministry so you can pray effectively, and also go to the YouTube channel for 20 Schemes Music, uh, subscribe to that so you can get those uh, wonderful songs we've been recommended, Revelation Hymn, Flee From Sin, and um, Wake Up, Got COVID, um, and Song and Isolation Sessions, they're all on YouTube so you can get them I'm, I've been playing them on my phone and you can just hit them on repeat and you can love these songs while praying for us all at the same time any last words before I pray for you Saul no just just thank you for this opportunity it's it's uh, it's appreciated to be able to share about uh what the Lord is doing um up here in Scotland um the, the fact is it's, it's a glorious uh fact that uh lost souls are coming to faith mm. all the time the Lord is at work in the UK yeah, and it's exciting to be, uh, it's a privilege to, to be able to see that happening in our generation. Super. Let's pray for you. Father, we do thank you for 20 Schemes Music and the wonderful way you've pulled it together, that it's for loyal people to the schemes who need to hear the gospel, that these songs are being written, are being performed, are being produced so that they would know something of the gospel of Jesus Christ and have their lives transformed by that gospel. Father, we thank you for the inspiration of talents, of uh, lyric writing, of playing instruments, of coming together with tech so that these songs can be produced. We pray for this album this year, Father. We pray that um, somehow, somewhere, that all the things would come together so that this album can be produced. And we pray that it would really encourage congregations to sing gospel-believing, gospel-proclaiming songs mm -hmm. so that when people come into the church, they meet Jesus in the people, they meet Jesus in the teaching, and they meet Jesus in the singing of these wonderful hymns and songs. Uh, Father, pray for Saul and all of his writing work that he has to do. We pray for inspiration from your word, from your spirit, uh, from his faith in you. And Father, we praise you that you have been working on his life perfecting and sanctifying his life and we pray that you continue to do that that anger won't be an issue in his life but rather he'd be known for his grace for his mercy for his love and kindness and that he would reflect christ in all things 
Father, we praise you and pray that we as a church can continue to support 20 Schemes Music and gospel-believing churches being planted in areas where the gospel is yet to be heard. We pray this in the glorious name of Jesus. Amen.